struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have the vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. We're live with the vault. I'm your host, Jessica Hastings Lesbrons, and let me introduce my wonderful co-host, Alexa Miller. Alexa, who do we have on the show today? Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on another episode of The Vault. Today, I am excited to welcome Jamie right out on the podcast. So welcome, Jamie, and we'll start with you telling us about yourself and your background and who you are. Perfect. Hi, hi, girls. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Jamie Rideout, and I live in Beaumont, Alberta. So um, it's kind of like the suburbs to Edmonton, just outside of Edmonton. Um, and I actually I spent 10 years working in the finance industry before I moved into real estate earlier this year. And I traveled all over Alberta, um, teaching retail credit. I was a, a personal banking manager. I kind of did it all. And my last position before I went on mat leave actually, um, was a business analyst for corporate financial services. So we did a lot of the financing for the big projects in downtown Edmonton. So I went on some two mat leaves back to back and then worked for our local school division for four years. And then I just thought, you know what, I've wanted to do it forever. Um, it's 20 years in the making and I got my real estate license earlier this year. Oh, wow. That's Very amazing. good. Congratulations. Yeah, that's a pretty cool history too. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's start with how do you find living in Alberta and how is the real estate out there? Mm -hmm. Tell us all about yeah. it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Alberta, I'm sure everybody who works in real estate and finance um, is well aware that Alberta is just booming. It, it's, it's out of control, the amount of people that are moving here, which is fantastic for me working in real estate. Um, I know people who work in real estate Usually spring, summer's their busy time and things slow down a little bit, fall and winter, and we are still full swing. Things are slowing down a little bit, but like for example, I had five uh, showings booked a couple weeks ago and before I could show them that day, four of them went pending. So things are getting snapped up super fast. Um, it's definitely, it's, it's a balanced market here right now, um, but slowly moving into a seller's market for sure. People are just, people are buying houses. People are moving to Alberta. There's, there's work. Um, it's affordable. And so, yeah, it's the place to be. So we're working with a lot of out of province buyers and we are busy. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what would the reason be they're moving to Alberta? Do you have any insight on that? Um, you know what? It's just, I, I believe it's affordability. There are a lot of places in the country right now that just it's, it's just unaffordable everywhere. Groceries are expensive. Uh, your power is expensive. Uh, raising children, it's expensive. And we have resources here. We have jobs here. Um, and we have the capacity to have people move to Alberta. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel like, especially, you know, we're getting a lot of people from BC, from Ontario, and they're coming to Alberta saying that just was not affordable for them to find housing anymore where they were. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing that a lot. Um, <clears throat> so that's interesting that you say you're, you're moving into a seller's market because here we are very much in a buyer's market and, um, you know, we're in small, 
a small area cottage country. So we're not in the big city, but I think the cities like even GTA and everything here is also still in a, um, very much in a buyer's market. So that's interesting. The mm-hmm. insight in, in Edmonton. It is. And I always thought of the expensive mm-hmm. living, like are we have friends out there and they always say it's so much more expensive out there. So it's interesting that you say that. I, I do. I, I feel like I am born and raised in Alberta. So people who have grown up here, you know, yeah, to me, yes, it's expensive. But I we have family that live all over the country and just comparing notes to where other people live. And I, I like you said, it depends what region of the provinces you live in. But yeah. compared to where we have family, uh, it's it is more affordable here because of the wage to the cost of living yeah mm-hmm. that does make sense mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah yeah like I said the market's slowing down but I personally I'm not an economist <laughs> but personally I do see spring swinging into more of a seller's market definitely yeah well that's exciting that's always yeah so hopefully crazy. fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> um so can we chat about your background in finance how have you found that supported your real estate career Oh my goodness. I I honestly feel that you know 20-year-old Jamie is a totally different person than 40-year-old Jamie and I spent all of my 20s and into my 30s working in finance and um not only did it give me the knowledge of you know how mortgages work, uh FinTrack rules, money laundering. I actually taught anti-money laundering for a number of years. So um, I, I worked a lot in fraud and it, it taught me a lot about that. But the biggest lesson I learned was how to deal with people. And and there, in my experience, there are two things that people are passionate about the most. And it is their finances and their family, their children. And lucky for me, I went from working in finance to working to a school division. So <laughs> I'm well versed in all of the people that are very passionate about things that are close to them. And um, I mean, working in in the bank, I worked in a lot of different branches. I worked in a lot of different corporate offices and clients are very passionate. They would come in and harassment is real. And you, I really grew a backbone working in finance and you just, you really learn to empathize with people and realize that this is their life you're dealing with. You are holding a piece of, their life in their hands that could change their trajectory going forward. So I think the biggest piece that I've taken out of finance, not just learning how mortgages work and the process and et cetera, is is how to handle people and empathize with their emotions and work with them to get them the best outcome. Yeah. And I think anyone new in this industry, what Jamie just spoke about is such so important like we have to know how to speak to people and like you said grow a backbone and mm-hmm. I love how you use the word passionate <laughs> <laughs> that's a very strategic complimentary word mm-hmm. um but yes we do manage very passionate sellers buyers you know people of all everything mm-hmm. so if we're not able to manage that it may not be the industry for us yeah and real estate's the same in terms of uh, getting a backbone Um, absolutely yeah you uh you get you have to learn how to get some thick skin in in this business that's for sure yeah absolutely at the end of the day what I feel is it's 
all made us all stronger, more mm-hmm. confident, more yeah. clear, you know, like, oh, that just rolled off our back. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And you don't think about it again. Like, you just have to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that insight. Thank you. So are you still working in finance at all? Or are you full time real estate now? I'm full time real estate. Um, <clears throat> just just with the amount of work I'm putting in to grow my business to um, to build my pipeline so that, you know, during quote unquote busy time come spring, I have the capacity to help my clients. Um, it was it was hard. I, I stepped away from finance you know, a few years ago, and then went into working for the school division. And um, most recently, up until June, I was still working with the school division and doing real estate. And I just I made the decision that I I have to do this full time, I have to fully commit and just be available. So yes, I am full time real estate now. Wow. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Can you touch on that a bit? Touch about your transition into being a full time agent and and how that all went and what you did at the school as well Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um so working at first of all working at the school um my children I stayed home with them this this is a long story so I'm gonna cut it real short um my husband and I bought a an acreage and it was about an hour outside of Edmonton when my daughter was six months old and we never spoke about me not going back to work And at the time I was working in Calgary and Edmonton, both cities on and off. And um, when my daughter was six months old, I had a surprise visit from the stork and found out I was expecting my son. So what ended up happening is because we live so far out of town and my husband also works downtown, is that I ended up staying home with the kids and kind of took an extra maternity leave and um, found myself being offered a position at their school once they became kindergarten age and I thought you know what this would be a great time to get my real estate license I'm going to retire from finance I'll do my real estate license and I will start working at the school so then COVID happened (laughs) and everything shut down and then I have two kids who are in kindergarten grade one at home who I'm now homeschooling and I don't have to go into what COVID did for families but we were, you know, you're in the house and you're just, you don't even know what to think of the future. So working at the school during that time was fantastic because I was able to have, you know, inside resources to help my kids learn to read, learn to print, all of that fun stuff. And when things slowly started opening back up, I still had not done my real estate license. And I finally just said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to pay the fee. I'm going to send in my transcripts and do my criminal check and everything. And I did all of that and everything opened up again. And I went back to the school and I never got my license. I never started my courses. Things just were, went into full swing again. So at the school, I was an admin assistant. So I was the, one of the office ladies. So we worked in the K-9 school with about 900 people in it and it was fantastic I absolutely loved it um I dealt with kids every day I dealt with teachers I dealt with parents I was just I was really involved in the community I still am very involved in the community but I just I it was just so hard to sit and think you know what I I could have done my courses by now I could be 
doing something that I'm super passionate about. And not that I'm not passionate about the kids at school and stuff like that. It just wasn't filling my bucket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I love that because you you're being clear on what's not working and you have that little thing inside you wanting more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm very I've always been a very career focused, career driven person. But when you have children that that changes for some people. And mm -hmm. for me, my children are everything. And I just I really needed uh, much like some of your other guests with small kids. I really need something that I could have, you know, work life balance. And I enjoy working evenings and I enjoy working weekends because I really enjoy being able to go to the hockey games, the soccer games, the baseball games, the piano recitals. So this this has given me a lot of freedom, even though I'm working so much, it's given me the freedom I've been looking for. Yeah. And would you agree it's when I know we hear this a lot and they want that work-life balance and then they get in the business and realize, well, there isn't really much, although it's time blocking. So Absolutely. I, yeah. What Jamie's talking about is, yes, I work a very long 10, 12 hour a day, although it's broken up to do the things I want to do. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I have, I work for a great brokerage. And one of the first things that the owner of the brokerage said to me when I started, you need to plan your week. And it's the time blocking exactly what you just said. It's if you want to go to your daughter's piano recital, you block off that hour and you build your work schedule around things that you need or want to get done in your life. So really, the ball is in your court how much you work, but the time blocking and the staying organized and doing your weekly schedule has just worked wonders for me. Yeah. Would you say that is your recommendation to any realtor starting? Yes, absolutely. I have a weekly calendar. I have a monthly calendar. I use the calendar on my phone. And it sounds like a lot because you're constantly getting reminders of things to do. But you are prepared. It forces you to get out of bed early. I'm up at 525 every morning. I, I'm I'm very scheduled and I know some people are not, but that's what works for me. And once you get into that routine, it's it's easy to keep and you're not going to break it. Yeah, I have to love that because when I do my schedule with my husband, I go months in advance and he hates it. But I yeah, find those too. <laughs> that's how we get all of our stuff in. And people ask, how do you do everything? I said, I time block like a mad woman. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like, listen, you want to go on the treadmill for half an hour? You better time block that. Yeah. And then so, another half an hour to get unsweaty. Yeah. 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 Let me go do my hair and makeup. Yeah. Quite you, exactly. When you work in real estate, you learn to put everything in your calendar. I put in lunch dates in my calendar, yeah. dinner dates with my girlfriends, everything. Yes. And kudos to you for figuring that out yeah. right off the hop because I didn't. And I was at a different point in my life. Like I don't have kids yet. Mm -hmm. um, when I started real estate, I was like, I will work day and night do whatever I have to like it's not sustainable so yeah, um now I have a very scheduled or my life is scheduled but it took me a while to figure that out so yeah. yeah yeah and I think you just have to do what works for you because I I know other realtors who you know fly by the seat of their pants their offices are disasters and <laughs> you know what yeah, they're well, very successful right they're very yeah. successful and then I look at that and I get butterflies in my stomach. Like, Jamie, it's not happening to you. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that is funny.
Um, can you touch on a little bit? So because you're so new, I just want to for you to give um, a taste to any viewers or listeners that are maybe thinking about getting their license or they're already licensed, but they're they're brand new as well. Um, like, are you a single agent? Are you on a team? Uh, how has your first little bit been in the business? Sure. Yeah, I I am a single agent, but I work for a Royal LePage brokerage and the owner of our brokerage actually owns two offices. So even though I am a single agent, I'm very well connected to those people in the offices. We have weekly meetings. Um, I had a great training program. I actually just wrapped it up last week where any new agents would get together every week and we would do some in-depth one-on-one training with our broker. And just giving me that alone, just to be able to meet people and to go into a physical office for me personally that worked wonders because you know there's a handful of us newer agents uh, we talk all the time i go for lunch with the seasoned agents i pick their brains and just being face to face for me has really really worked and when i was um shopping around <laughs> for brokerages to join i did interview three or four of them and the reason i chose this one was because even though there are teams within our brokerage. There are single agents. There are always times where everybody gets together and there's in-person training, even for seasoned associates. And and for me, the, I knew that I needed that. I'm a people person. I love face-to-face interaction. I have my own office in our actual building here. So I have the opportunity to work from there if I want to. And if you are a new agent or thinking about starting out, and it's something that you've thought about forever and ever, you know what, I would say just do it. Um, Start time blocking now. (laughs) Just do it, but make sure you know what's important to you when you join a brokerage, because I know there are a lot of online brokerages as well, which are fantastic for a lot of people. So just know what you're looking for. Interview the brokerages before you sign up with someone to make sure that they're views and their goals align with yours mm-hmm. I think that's important yeah and yeah, don't be afraid to ask for questions right like I I find when we interview people they often don't know what questions to ask so we actually create a sheet that we give to people so when they go interviewing they know and they have that support yeah that's it's excellent new, new agents think that the brokerage is interviewing them and that is not the case at all you are interviewing the brokerage and people need to be aware of that yeah yes absolutely you are because you you pay fees to be a part of a brokerage like you are paying to be there you are paying for your own success yeah so um that that's that's wonderful you guys do that because you are setting new agents up for success in the beginning of their career yeah yeah, that's our goal. Really, in the long term, is to watch them succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Say, yeah. What would you say your biggest struggle in your career so far has been? Um. You know what? Even though I think a lot of people meet me, I I actually come from a drama background. I love drama. I love the theater. So when people meet me, they think I'm an extrovert straight off the bat, and I am not. <laughs> I'm I'm an introverted extrovert, if that makes sense. So. While I've been on social media, you know, since social media was a thing and I go out in public and I know everybody in the community and I, I talk a lot as you have now found out, (laughs) I think the hardest part for me is putting my face out there now and saying, 
this is why you need to use me as your realtor. Like, you know, it's, you, you think you're a confident person until you have to tell the whole world, I'm the best at what I do. And this is why you should use me. And so that has been the hardest thing for me. Yeah, I can see that. And I see what you mean by being an introvert and extrovert. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) You girls get it. Yeah. Yeah. But it is funny you say that because, yeah, I was surprised when you just said that because you are very bubbly and easy to talk to. And um, so, yeah, that's yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. I'm yeah, I, I love talking to people, but then I also love, you know, going home and opening a book and sitting in silence. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's like the thing. That's that's what you have to be like. <laughs> and what would you say your biggest success before we wrap up it would be in your career? You know what my biggest success right now is just being able to hit the ground running the way I have. Um like my my career in finance obviously has given me the confidence to go out and know what I'm talking about and to show houses and to say to go on listing appointments and stuff like that but my biggest success for me personally has just been I'm proud of myself for actually doing this after so many years of sitting there saying I I should be doing this Oh, I think that's my favorite. I think I want to quote you for that. That's the first person we had on the show who said they've been proud of themselves. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. On that that Thank you not- guys so much. Yeah. That's Very awesome. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. Where can our listeners find you? Uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> you can find <laughs> me uh, on Instagram. My Instagram is Jamie's Home Official. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, just Jamie Rideout with Royal LePage Gateway. I'm on LinkedIn under Jamie Rideout, and I'm currently working on launching my YouTube channel, which will mirror my Instagram at Jamie's Home Official. Amazing. So any new agents out there, reach out to Jamie for some advice um, and give her a follow. Wonderful. Amazing. Thanks so much for coming on. It's wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. It was great chatting with you guys, too.